Hello everyone, welcome to Funky Baz and Face, three brothers talking footy. Good Friday. Easter special, Funky. Easter long weekend, sitting around with you boys. Great way to spend a long weekend. Oh, How are you boys? It's a perfect start to the Easter long weekend. No, it's, been, it's been good, boys. Been good. We've just said goodbye to one of our in-laws. <laughs> it's always sort of a little He's bit He's a hugger. Weird. He's a hugger. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has just hugged everybody on the first meeting. Yeah, is he's it, gone. Is that, is that kosher? Well, I went to well, say good. The kiss hello and kiss goodbye yeah. is now out. I went to say goodbye in. with the handshake, and he really got in with a real deep. It wasn't just a, just a, brush hug. It was a real deep no, hug. He, he meant that. Yeah. Hug. It was <laughs> a, lot, a lot of love. Is he going to listen to the podcast? <laughs> Probably, Probably not. <laughs> Entertaining anyway. How well, are you, boys? Good to see you. Yeah, great to see you. No, me. very good. Uh, and I'll be the host. How was your week, first? Oh, good week, thanks, boys. I had Dad's night. Guys, which is, you know, neither here or there, but that means instant leap pass. You don't get it, out too often, folks. It was with the primary school for my son, and uh, so that meant I have to support my son at school and go and have a boys' night at a brewery. Ran into a former um, uh, teammate of yours, boys, Clayton Werner. Not Funkies, but my teammate, yes. The Snitzel. The Snitzel, the Venus Snitzel. Yeah. So uh, had a, a couple of brews with him, uh, which was excellent. He brought us some great stories about the past so what the first of all that he kept going on about all night was he he kicked 13 at Riverton Sutterworth for Brosnan so clearly his career went pear-shaped great up effort that. was that but under 17s I think so yeah, yeah definitely <laughs> you yeah. know they're juniors yeah. uh, then uh, in 1998 the, the, so there was one key thing that stood out in her conversation it wasn't that he kicked 13 for Brosnan right? it wasn't that in 1998 he was part of the army team that played on the the curtain raiser to the Crows. North Don't Melbourne care about that stuff. Wasn't Don't that, care. It wasn't that as an avid Crows fan, he's going to buy a three-game port membership just so he can go to some blockbuster, blockbuster games this year. Is that in Birdwood High School, he played a cricket game. Uh, Burnsy, Scott Burns, opened. Duck. They were chasing a meager, meager total, right? Burnsy got a duck. So Burnsy's the gun, Baz, right? Mm. Funky, he's out there. Clayton Werner apparently knocks a nice 37 knot out, he said. He's trying to get his team over the line. What did Funky do, Baz? I don't know. He blocked to save his innings like you would <laughs> never believe. Did not score. Just blocked and I, blocked. I was a and blocker. It's, it's a, you were an unbelievable blocker. I it's was a, a one day. It's a one day and he's blocking. He's I reckon. Blocking. I reckon when that bowler's coming in, you're not thinking, is it going to be a half volley? Is it going to be a half pitcher? Is Defense. it going to be a good ball? You, you're thinking, I'm going to block this yeah. and stay in. Yeah. If you can stay in an extra ball, you are happy. Well, one of my... <laughs> I think we're going to talk about one of our sporting regrets, or I'm Definitely. going to talk it into shame, is under-16's grand final. Who are you playing? Uh, for Barossa. I got retired <laughs> in, an, uh, in a 40-over game. Now, oh, we on. were in dire straits, right? It's not because you're scoring too quick. No, 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 no. You know, you're allowed to bat. As long as you want. Yeah. So the coach, so we were like two for not much. Our star batsman, my best mate, he got out for about fourth ball. They're all jumping around. And uh, Corey Robertson, I put on 108. I made eight. But uh, I made, I don't know, 38 or something like that. Yeah. And I got retired. Yeah. Like my coach, he... Yeah, I agree, Face. It's a walk of shame, but we won the game, yes. didn't we? Yeah, and they clapped me. Yeah. <laughs> they clapped me when Could I came not. off. I tell you what, I was embarrassed. <laughs> Could not hit Funky yeah. out. They clapped me. I wonder what he said to you. That's enough. Oh, that's yeah. enough young was it a 100 ball 38, or was it like a quick fire? I'd say it's a 100 ball 38. Yeah. Yeah. He, he yeah. would have said, have a rest, son. Have yeah. a rest. Yeah. Give someone else a go. Yeah. 
How was your weekend, Baz? Uh, mine was pretty good, mate. Just uh, coached down nine girls, which was not as easy as the first week. I, I think I might have to dumb down my routines. Could because... we change the language a little bit? What? Coach to their level? Uh, I'm not sure what you mean by that, but uh, no. <laughs> instead, of, instead of dumbing down. Oh, no, well, whatever. I might have to uh, <laughs> just reduce the, the output. Simplify I... the message, Simplify Baz. the message. Yeah, it, it was a bit of a tough week, but uh, we had some fun anyway. Uh, now, also, a good friend of my son played for the West Adelaide under-18s, made his debut last night, kicked two goals, Thomas nice. Scully. So congratulations to him. Did he really? Him. Well done. Uh, kicked two goals on his debut for West Adelaide. He's, he's a giant. A, he's over 200 centimetres. I think he's going to have a lot of clubs looking at him down the track wow. if he continues his, uh, you know, the way he's tracking. So well done to him. We did a few fitness sessions during the week, which killed me. So um, after our Easter lunch, I might need to do a few more tomorrow. But good week, boys. Ready to really dissect the rounds that has happened in the AFL uh, oh, last week. To this. We might need to paint a picture to our uh, avid followers here. So we're here at uh, Williamstown at uh, Magsy and Bryce's place. Kids are running around. We were uh, in one of the rooms at mum and dad's place and Faye says, let's get outside. We're outside here amongst the gum trees, looking at the sheep that don't have too much food, but it is an absolute picture out <laughs> here. 10 isn't acres it, boys? of land, bright sunshine, not a cloud in the sky, boys. Where would you rather be? Oh, well. Now we've got a few things to uh, talk about this week. Great feedback on the round in 60 seconds. Also, Twitter just lit up with uh, Watch Your Sporting Regret. So we put it on the Funky Baz and Face brothers and sisters this week. Watch Your Sporting Regret. Who's the second best player in the AFL? And what's the worst sporting speech? And we had some awesome feedback. Oh, it, was, it, was, it was great. Yeah. Baz is going to have a bit of a uh, insight into Port Adelaide, so um, he's going to he's going to talk about why they're going so well. Face has got his forecast, and I'm going to talk about the power of sport. I've mentioned it every now and then, and every now and then I'll put a tweet out about the power of sport. But I this comes across as a feel good it. story to me. Baz. <laughs> I'm bringing it onto the agenda. She's ready for tears in my eyes. Um, Baz, the round in 60 seconds. Okay, boys, uh, we've got the round in 60 seconds uh, coming up. And uh, as I said the other week, I don't want to um, delay you here. So 60 seconds is all I have. Okay. Ready. And go. Adelaide, forget the points, blood the kids. Still thought has to play. Tex can walk the streets again. Brisbane, the footy gods delivered in spades. Uh, Carlton, if you could make a movie out of this club, it would be Groundhog Day. Disgraceful <laughs> club. Collingwood, doing more right than wrong. We'll make the eight. Essendon, insipid performance by a team that was beaten before they started. Rutten is under pressure. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Frio, impressive performance at home. Can the kids win away? Uh, Cats, the most unlikable team, just got more unlikable. <laughs> Suns, enjoying what's in Shuey Dewey Club. It looks as though it's a happy place there. <laughs> Giants, if you took the swear words out of Leon Cameron's mouth, he'd be a mute. Hawks, <laughs> is there life in the old dog yet? Nup, bottom four. Demons, two zip. Give Goody a five-year extension. True test is yet to come. Kangaroos, everyone's second team because everyone's team will smack them. Yeah. Port, recruiting team, the best in the AFL. Tigers, salivating at the Port Tigers uh, matchup. Swans, how long before a Royal Commission into Swans recruiting concessions? Eagles, <laughs> should never have lost to the Bulldogs. Defence looks suspect. Bulldogs, odds on shortening on the Bulldogs premiership. Remember where you heard it first. 
Well done, Baz. I like it, Baz. Well done. Good. Very good. And I would like to refer to Stuart Jew as now Stewie Jewy. <laughs> I, I actually thought he said Shuey Jewy. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to talk fast, boys. It's not all that easy. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple of things in there. I mean, I, I think that uh, yeah, Port's recruiting is, is amazing, absolutely amazing at the moment. I'll touch on that later on. Um, Carlton just do it again to us, don't they? I, I mean, every year they're just... It is Groundhog Day. I love it. Day. I love it's, it. It's Groundhog Day. <laughs> I mean, uh, is it nine week? years in a row they're zero oh, and two? I, I, I and love they're saying Carlton. Teague's under pressure. It's his first full year. Yeah, I don't think he's under pressure, Outside, but I just no. think, I mean. He coached yeah. last year. Yeah, but 2020 was such if, a shit year. If, like, if, if Jack that. Elliott was there, maybe he'd be under pressure. <laughs> uh, but, boys, anything about Essendon? That, that was a terrible performance by Essendon against Port, wasn't it? They, they were beaten. Oh, they, got off, they, they got off to a terrible start. Was it five to zip? Yeah, five to one. terrible. Like, uh, I, and then massive injuries too to all their good I'm players. I'm telling you, boys, Rutten's in trouble. I tell you. Can I talk about Geelong? Yes. I think Geelong. Mate, you talk about whatever you want. Thank you, mate. Um, I don't. I, I admire Geelong, but mm. I'm not enjoying them at all this year. I didn't like Patrick Dangerfield's hit on Kelly, and then his follow-up about him playing the victim. Mm. I didn't enjoy. Gary Rowan's off-the-ball strike from a long way away against Locking Neil. Young. I didn't enjoy Chris Scott talking to the opposition opposition players. And I thought for Patrick Dangerfield to play VFL when he's suspended, I think that is... It's unbelievable. I, I just can't arrogant. believe it. It is arrogant. To actually say to ask permission, I think, is arrogant. And I, I feel as though Geelong, they're, they're like they're rolling the dice with the footy gods at the moment, and I think something's <laughs> going to come up and catch them. I like that. What do you think? Well, well Carlton set the, set the precedence with um, their recruit uh, from GWS, name escapes me, Williams, perhaps. Um, he played while suspended in a practice match. Yeah. I see the whole practice match mentality is that it's not for points. I get that, but it's still the look of the game. Where Kelly can't play. I feel it's like the integrity of the game. So, uh, can Jake Kelly play? No, There's a not. reason why Jake Kelly can't play because he he's got another concussion and he he's not allowed to play. So I just feel that smacked in J- Jake Kelly's face again. That's another. Yeah, I just didn't like it. I I, didn't, I, didn't I like said to Baz, I said it was the biggest blight on integrity of the game since the Essendon drug scandal. I just think that's terrible. Probably a bit over the top, but yeah, I, I think it was a bit over the top. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't like it at all. If if I was uh, on the AFL and that paper came across my desk to say permission, I would have loved denied to uh, cross it out in pen and say, "See you in four weeks, danger." Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Where are we up to? <laughs> um, so round great, six great right? round in sixty seconds, Baz. Hey, just to know. Baz and I have been waiting here for like half an hour. Faces preparation and research is impeccable. He's just been off in his own little room. He's got mountains of paper here. I wonder what he's going to deliver. Well, it better be be good, boys. Yeah, Um, we uh, you're not yet, by the way. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you know you are. Um, Some great preparation. We have asked our followers, "What's your greatest sporting regret?" Mm-hmm. Who's the second best player in the AFL? I'm less fussed about that. And what's the worst sporting speech you've heard? Can I yeah. give you a bit of a blast from the past, from one of my memories, the worst sporting speech? Mount Pleasant under-14 grand final. I think you know where I'm going here, Baz. I do, I do. We went out, as young kids, I love going out to listen to the coach to see what they've got to say. And oh, this, this, how good um, is it? You just walk out with so your can this, of Coke, your yeah, dog. Yeah. Is this seniors or nah, junior this, juniors? Nah, un- under-14s and this right. guy. So You, you um, just want to get around it. 
it, it's something yeah, special boys. about being yeah, a part yeah, of that. Yeah, mm. Yeah. So Mount Pleasant, three-quarter time, the grand final. Kids came in, like, they're getting absolutely pumped. They've got a quarter to go in their season as a grand final, and the kids look absolutely devastated, right? And the coach didn't really know what to say. He goes, come on, boys. You just got to do it in the last quarter before our uh, sausage sizzle to finish off the end of the year. <laughs> now, I want you to go and... I don't want you to think about those lovely sausages that sizzle on the barbecue right now. I want you to to totally focus on the footy. (laughs) And as a a 12-year-old listened to that, I thought, I don't reckon that's the best way to motivate them. I might be wrong, but I don't think it is. But that's one that uh, comes to mind. Well, we did uh, have some great uh, submissions during the week. Uh, Just taking a sample, boys. So Jimmy Norris, who was our captain. uh, He had to respond, yeah. Previous FBF. His biggest regret was he lost the love for playing footy. For a while and stop playing mm. too early. Uh, he would love the time again. Uh, his second best player, uh, he thought, was the Bont from the Dogs. Yep. And the speech, well, he said, I don't have a worse speech. I reckon he had a, a lot of opportunity to hear some worse speeches at Brosser, but he said the best speech was Baz, a very own Baz. Oh, how good before, is that? Before a vintage rules game that we played in 2019. <laughs> how good it's is fair that? fair to say I was there. Uh, he rolled the boys up very good about a previous experience that he may I, have I'm had. I'm not sure yeah. that you can say that on tonight, but but Jimmy Mo- uh, Norris, not Morris, Jimmy Norris, his game was outstanding, and it makes me think he did retire way too early because... You inspired him, Baz, with that speech. Oh, it, it was incredible in that game. <laughs> like, I thought, yeah, if he showed that when he was, you know, early 20s, it could have been anything. Is there any footage of Baz's uh, pre-vintage uh, rules? A, uh, there's a couple of photos. Um, yeah, yeah. Another one that we had was Dave Lloyd, who's at Albert and Power. That's his uh, yeah. handle. Uh, his biggest regret was not having a crack at baseball while he still had a pretty strong arm. Uh, they're all full tosses now, he was saying. Uh, the second best player was uh, Nathan Pollock behind Martin. Mm-hmm. And the worst speech he said, which is actually very, very timely, was Graeme Corns in 1990 telling Port Adelaide, the good times are over. That's, when, uh, that was shocking, that was. Like, as a, as a to, person... As a losing to, coach to go As a losing coach that. to say that. Once you lose, you get taught yeah. to show humility, yeah. to put your hand out. You always teach your kids that. For him to yeah. say that... And I think he still stands by that, doesn't he? he I don't think he ever apologises for that speech. Yeah. And then the, the big G was another one, Funky, that replied to us, Matt Go. Yes, that's right. Oh, I loved his regret. Well... Kind His of. regret yeah. was an insight, actually. Yeah, he said uh, uh, the regret was not going to Perth with a great mate and playing for the Peel Thunder in its inaugural year over in WA. Uh, his second best player in the comp was Fife. And uh, the worst, <laughs> he provided a link, and maybe we can uh, share it, but the worst speech was by a drunken politician oh, at I the did. Melbourne Cup I did listen to in that. the 1977 Melbourne Cup. It was an absolute cracker. So, yeah. gee, thanks for sending them through. We'll uh, definitely do that. Now, boys, if anyone's going to give us sporting highlights, it's David Ems. Oh, Emsy. Oh, yeah, did he give, give his own? Uh, of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. It was his, his highlights own. was me in, the, in my A-grade premiership for Brossa. Uh, actually, his biggest regret was not buying tickets to the 2000 Sydney Olympics. So he was there, and he could have gone to the fencing. The fencing, but he didn't. And some... Uh, it's pretty tight, oh, Emsie. Was, was it money? <laughs> was it a money thing? Um, he balked. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been money. It would have yeah. been money. Pretty tight, oh, yeah. Um But he thought that his number two player in the comp, Mark Blitzarfs, fullback, ruck, wing, can run all game, and Geelong's most important player. Very interesting feedback from DMs. Oh, I like that. But the, um, I think Vardy Magic put through that... Uh, that uh, speech 
which was apparently to kids, which is horrendous. So I've, I've, I've got it here, which was interesting. So Vardy Magic, uh, we have a lot of love for Vardy Magic on our podcast, and uh, he sent this through. Picture this, inside change rooms, it's bare necessities in these change rooms. You have these young, maybe under 17 year olds sitting around, they look exhausted, and here is their senior coach oh, inspiring no. them. So there we go, yeah, mental I, weakness. I, I just think, luckily, and I think what the great thing about sport, with, well, especially footy coaching now, is that how well all the coaches are trained now. Yeah. The amount of the, the amount of infrastructure that is put to the coaches now to, to make sure that they're good coaches and the, the bad ones get weeded out is incredible now. You've got to do so much to get to be a coach now. You can't just be someone just coming off the street. And it takes people like that out because that's a disgrace. Well, that is an absolute disgrace. Interesting you say that because you know what Vardy Magic actually um, pigeonholed with that video? He goes, Leon Cameron, eat your heart out. So there's an yeah, AFL well, coach. That, well, that, that just throws <laughs> up something else interesting because for those of us listeners that have listened to this Amazon thing, it is incredible how uninspiring some of these coaches are. I think you said something during the week about underwhelmed. Oh, massively. Like... I tell you what, Simpson doesn't really inspire me, and and Cameron definitely doesn't. Stewie Dew does. does. I think Nixie's quite good. I think so. Yeah, I agree. But I, yeah. Hardwick, he's next level. He's good. He, he is good. I, I'd yeah. love to quote. He's from taking Hardwick. leadership and management to the next level. Yeah. And, yeah. He yeah. talks super well. I finished mm. watching the, the whole making mark last night. That the the quote that got me, he said, "Those that are in the way, uh, those that are in the way, are the way." So that was interesting. You don't deviate. If that's your way, you go through whatever's there. I, I thought that was fantastic. And it was all about Richmond's spirit and hunger. Yeah, it's good. You mm. know. But yeah, Cameron, jeezy. Yeah, he was... struggles, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, I thought that was, yeah, just apologies for anyone who was caught by the explicit <laughs> language version. Um, I think we forgot to call that out. But if I was a parent inside the clubrooms, I'd be filthy if any coach spoke to any kid, whether it was my oh. child in... I just think that's disgusting. Yeah. I've been in a coach's box uh, before. I won't mention the club or the player. Oh, come on, you love dropping names, Funky. Uh, but I was um, just really embarrassed to be part of the club and a part of the setup in a really, really important game. It was a, it was a grand final for um, reserves, and the behaviour of the scene of the coach was just disgraceful and I just really didn't want to be part of it it didn't but it just completely overshadowed the game we're talking about well, some of the guys who played in that reserves are still playing right uh, right now but it was but isn't that the good thing about footy is that those guys that witnessed that they would appreciate the coach they have now and that's all part of growing up and being in an environment is that you, you have the good and the bad and you, you realise when you do have a good coach on how good it is because you've experienced the bad. I mean, I'm not, not saying that you have to go through that, but it, it is something which hmm. can, if you are the right temperament, put you in a good It stand. also says a bit about what are you prepared to walk past. You know, your culture is, you know, the things you that... You accept that standard. Yeah, exactly. So if you accept it, that becomes part of your culture. And if you, you know, if I was brave enough, and I'll tell you what, I wasn't brave enough <laughs> on that day, but... 
Did the club? Do you think the club had a chat to him after that? Did he coach again? He didn't coach again. Did those no. players wear uh, blue, yellow, and green? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. so um, it was, um, and because I had just come from Centrals at that time, and some yeah. of the Centrals people came over to me and go, "What's going on?" So it was quite embarrassing. I just think you really got to pull up those. What I did love about Adam Simpson was talking about racism as well. He goes, even if it's your, this is about. Um, you know some of the stories and the things he said it breaks his heart and it's like you've got to pull people up even if it's your best mate and even if it's your parents you've got to pull people up and yeah. stuff like that and it comes the same with culture and you, you just learned so much about that having your base mm. in terms of your coaching journey now yeah yeah absolutely Good. Tell us about Port Adelaide, Baz. Uh, we lo- we love talking about the power here. Well, don't we, we I don't think we give uh, we don't give much to Port Adelaide, and it's just just probably inbred in us. But I tell you what, I think it's time to take a hat off to them in in terms of what they've done from 2017. Because in 2016-17, they were a basket case. I mean, we how much did we love playing against them in the show? Oh, I mean, we pumped by 80 odd points. You know, they were soft. But what what they've done, their recruiting team, in what they've done from then to now is nothing short of it extraordinary. Like they have got so much depth that most of the, like the probably the, the 10 to 15 of their players that are playing Sanford would go, walk into North Melbourne or the Crows side. It, it's amazing mm. really. Mm. It, there's not too many misses in their top 30 picks and that's what they've done really well. In their top picks they've hit and they've hit really well. Um, and it wouldn't be just their selections, it's also the way they develop them as well. But it's not just about the recruiting. I mean, the recruiting is great. You know, they've got so many kids like Farrell, Bonner, Pepper, uh, Jones, McKenzie, Woodcock, Gardner that are sitting in their twos at the moment that could play uh, ones. But it's also, I think, that their their culture and the way that they uh, treat their Indigenous program with a mm. huge amount of respect in the yeah. community. Um, I think, you know, the, the from the top down, from Koshi down to um, all throughout... Um, in the Sandfall, they've just taken it to the next level in terms of professionalism. Ken Hinkley needs a huge amount of credit as well. And while they haven't done anything yet, they're looking ominous. Is that the right mm. way to say that? They, they certainly are. Um, and they're looking a level above other teams at the moment. So, you know, even even things like, you know, their pre-game, um, you know, song and the things I they do. Uh, I you know, they've engaged their, their, their members. Yeah, their fan right. engagement is incredible, really. Um, and it does make... Uh, me a little bit envious in terms of their engagement that they, <laughs> you know, they do because you know, like, I listen to that song before when I'm yeah. just driving around trying to sell aircons and I hear that song and I put it on and it, the, the mm, spine chills. just yeah. yeah and I'm thinking brilliant the fact that I've got that and I'm trying to think of our own song I'm like mm. you know, it doesn't where the pride you know, of South <laughs> that fan engagement and, and it makes you get off the couch and go to the game yeah. just to be part of that True. as well. Yeah. I think that's super important as well. I feel as though when they had the tarps out, they had no money and Not their the hierarchy was ridiculed. They worked from getting the best people in the best spot. So they yeah. got Kosh, then they got Thomas, then they got Hinkley. And I feel as though they started from there. Mm. And then the things... Paulie Vanderberg running their Indigenous... Yeah. Do you remember what Ross Waite said about the, the mission of the club? We exist to win premierships and make our community proud. So mm. it's like the make the community proud is a massive, massive part of... You know, it's like, why do you, why do you barrack for your team? Why do you follow your team? Because you can't always win the premiership, can you? But if you think of people idolising their players and just enjoyment of the game... 
But I think Big competition part. is good. I mean, I think like because because Port are there, the Crows do not want to fall too far below or away from Port. So I think our fan engagement has definitely improved in like social media. media yeah. Has definitely class. improved, and I think yeah. that we think. Jeez, we've got to get on our bike here and we have to go harder in terms of giving more access into the club. And I think that to have that hometown rival being at the you know peak of their powers at the moment is a good thing for the Crows in terms of we have to get there. Yeah, good girl. Faces forecast. Faces forecast, jeez. Actually, before we go faces forecast... Tell you what, the mountain work and preparation here before you uh, go. Before we go to faces forecast, boys, you don't know this, but I listened to another podcast... It's yes. called the Press Box EP. So let me just give you a little bit of insight. Sam Tugwell, five double A, works with uh, KG. On we talked Sundays. about we talked about Sam last we week. Did. Jace Kemp, Channel Ten, and Dale Fletcher from the Advertiser. So these boys, they're they're bloody good, pretty good dynamic actually. And uh, so it's called the Press Box. So one of the key features that the Press Box boys have is um, Dale Fletcher in his earlier media tycoon days he uh, had these tapes it's pretty much us like in media and advertising with miss thornton at birdwood high school baz where you set up these tapes he's released these tapes to the boys so they've gone back in the past and had a look at how bad his speaking is he's got blonde tips as a young fella all this sort of stuff uh they've been pro providing excerpts over the last month and perhaps just about the release tapes funky bear's face get a little mention have a listen get it. someone's mentioned us this is big Last week, isn't it? Surely, is this the last? Does this get binned? 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 Does this You're a sports reporter yes, on, on television. Yes. We haven't even delved into any of that. Oh, do you reckon our listeners are going to take it off? If this is where we're at, well, how low is the bar? I have a, a Twitter account of uh, Funky Baz and Face, who, uh, yes. who are great yes. followers. They actually tweeted at us uh, after the first week, release all the tapes, <laughs> release them all. <laughs> Unfortunately, we don't want to do all that. <laughs> but actually, but we might. Actually, actually. We're getting close to. Actually, they might have given away a bit of, bit of a trade secret there, yeah. those boys. Because uh, we might, well, I think... Well, I've got a bit of a bombshell. Oh, what? I'm going to release them for Christmas. What do you mean? <laughs> so anyway, oh, that, that, that is great. The, that is the press box, and that was Dale Fletcher saying he's going to release his Fletch tapes for Christmas. And sorry, Fletch, we will not be buying those tapes for Christmas. However, it is sensational that we've got a mention from the press great. box, boys. Well, Liam, we've we've finally hit a big boys. Yeah, <laughs> I love the uh, Sammy Tugwell and the Sam Tugwell oh, boys. Oh. On uh, does he use on, any of our content? Any of our content that you use? Uh, I don't know. I might be using a bit of the press box content in Faces <laughs> Forecast today. Um, but no, they're a good listen. If you listen to them and uh, obviously... Do you reckon uh, KG <laughs> listens to us? <laughs> no chance. What, what, what are those boys on about? Are they, are they idi <laughs> idiots? <laughs> if he's struggling for a bit of technology, I reckon, old cage. But um, nah, uh, that was very entertaining and I loved hearing our name being mentioned on a, another podcast, oh, boys. That was great. Faces Forecast. Let's kick it off. Did Steve, you have an insight that they're going to mention us, or were no. you just listening? And... Well, I sent a tweet to the boys during the week, and it was about uh, Golden Gay Times and Turkish Delights, and actually yep. set Sam up. But um, I listened to it, and I bloody jumped out of my seat when I heard it, so uh, it was great. Anyway, Faces Forecast. Here's the first one, Baz and Funky. Steve Smith will not be a future Australian captain. Uh, no, I think he will. I think he will. You I, think, I'm not, he, you I'm not, think he is? Well, I, I, who else are they going to choose? I mean, Kerry is not... Uh, yeah, <laughs> sorry, KG. Sorry, KG. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kerry, I don't think Kerry's uh, 
a definite. And who else? If you don't have Kerry, who do you have? Pat Cummins. Has to be. No, you don't put no, no bowlers, mate. No, I don't you want Cummins. Bowlers. What about Tim Payne? <laughs> Tim Payne. Exactly. Well, the reason that it's come out, and I heard this on the press box, the reason that it's come out is because um, uh, Smith was flagging one of his new promotional things, right? So they've yep. said, give me a quote. And he said, oh, you know, I'd love to be captain again. So that was pretty much it. That's why it's all flared up again. But I just can't see, going back, that's not Australian cricket. One of the one of the tweets I saw during the week was, on our coat of arms, we have an emu and a kangaroo yep. because they're the two animals that never walk backwards. They always mm-hmm. walk forwards. I love that. Yeah, it's good enough. That symbolism of it. Thanks, Baz. Um, so for me, he's, I think we move forward. I think, I wouldn't... I wouldn't be surprised leaders. if uh, we see him captain the one-day team. Okay. Wouldn't be surprised if he captains the T20. Not sure about the tests. Um, I, I think Tim Payne has been unheralded in terms of transforming cricket. Like you've we bring, are now. You've got to bring Kerry in at some point, though. Soon. But we're we're now proud of the Australian cricket team again. We're embarrassed about the Australian cricket team. We are proud of them, but you can't have Carey as captain when we're not even nah. short of his of his place. No, nah, you've got to bring him in as playing. You can't have him as captain. Okay, well then Payne goes out and then who do you choose? I think he's saying Smith. Yeah. Or you're not saying Smith. <laughs> Pat Cummins. No, he, nah, no, you, know, you, you can't you're have not him. All right, no. okay. Uh, on the back of Tim Zhu, Costa's son, uh, fight the other night and how he destroyed his opponent, my first thing was what, not about technical because we've got nothing, no idea about boxing and we all think it's a ridiculous sport. My thought was, if one of us, Funky Basil Face, was to be a boxer, I thought it'd be me. <laughs> Jeez. And my, here's my reasoning, right? Oh my God. Right, Funky, you're fit. <sighs> you're fit, but you're not a fighter, mate. You, you show us that you're not fire, you're ice, right? You're cool, calm, collected. You're, yeah, you're not going to belt anyone in the ring. Yep. Baz, you're fit, you're gutsy, you're determined. But, if anyone's trying to see Baz have a fight in the football field, he's not a fighter. He can't punch. So and pretty much, process elimination, it's got to be me. Mate, I've never seen you fight before. <laughs> yeah. Mate, you're too much of a nice guy. There's no way you'd be fighting, mate. You'd, you'd, you'd like, cry before you fight. You make speeches for our <laughs> for, your, for your birthday, and you, you cry during your speech. All right, on to the next one. We better get on to the next one. All right. We should put that out there. Has anybody else cried during their speech for their birthday or that because i think they would have they would have yeah what for their just normal birthday but yeah i think so i think i was under the weather yeah. a little bit <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no all right no. let's get on to the next uh, faces forecast no, before this gets out of I control think yeah all right uh, afl will now close a loophole which will allow suspended players to play practice matches going back on your patrick mm. dangerfield thing they'll now say actually no you cannot do that i hope they do but they probably won't because they've allowed two players to do yeah. it, so they'll probably just keep it going. It has been put under the carpet pretty pretty well, I think. Like, no one's really spoken too much about it after it was... It's not a big hullabaloo, is it? It's not continued. No. No. I'm surprised no one jumped up and down about it. Yeah, I agree. That's it. Faces forecast done. Are we doing a quiz this week? Because I've been getting absolutely destroyed in the last few weeks. Oh, Baz. Yeah, we are. Where's the quiz? We are doing a quiz. We are? Uh... It's just not this week. <laughs> <laughs> Boys, uh, Chad Say has uh, retired during the week. Now, yeah. I always have a theory, because I was a bit gutted when, when Chad Say has uh, retired. But, um, How long if, for? Oh, about, about a minute. <laughs> but then I thought, if we can lose, I've always had a theory, if we can lose with you, we can lose without yeah, you. Yeah, I like that. So I, I'm not that worried, really. I mean, he's a very good bowler, and I was a bit surprised yeah, that he a did. A bit surprised mm. that it's reti- mm. retirement. Yeah. 
but uh, oh well. Do you reckon he's got the same sort of leave passes that Face has got? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) None. (laughs) Chad, uh, as a word of warning, um, Dad's not at school, mate. Have a crack at that. All right, ready for our quiz, boys? Okay, here we go. Who won? He's making this off. <laughs> <laughs> he is not Who won quiz? the 2014 Grand Final oh, AFL? I can never remember these. Uh, uh, Geelong. Ba-bow. Hawthorne. Three. One nil to fuck. Yes. How yes. uh, funky I am. I called you fuck. Oh, thanks. Come on, mate. <laughs> okay, one nil to fuck. Okay. Who won the Barossa District <laughs> versus Freeling Grand Final Barossa. in 2006? Two nil to funk. <laughs> I thought it was going to be best players or something, but seeing I've got it tattooed on my leg, I probably should know that. Okay. Adelaide United are currently I'm sitting in, in what position? Second position. Are you sure? They lost the Central Coast last night. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's trying to give me a win here in the face. One all. No, no two, two, two one. one. <laughs> <laughs> How confident was he that it was, the score was 1-0? I tell one you old. what. Oh, he was, was so confident the score was 1-0. He was so anti-Adelaide. Anyway, keep going, Bess. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Hockey Roos last won a gold medal in the Olympics in what year? 2006. 2004. 2004. Yeah. <laughs> 2006 is not an Olympic year, buddy. <laughs> so, what are we now? 3-1. I think that's the end of the quiz. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> He's on the board. Funky's on the board. That is the biggest load of shit I've yeah. ever sat through. Funky is on the board. I'm going to the uh, uh, commissioner. Uh, striking that win off your record, Funk. Oh, that's a great win. Now, boys, I want to talk to you about... Uh, I feel good now. I want to talk to you about the power of sport. There's so much focus in the media about the athlete that does the wrong thing. You know, they get the drunken end of the year and not sending a good example, uh, get paid too much, got time in their hands, all that sort of stuff. But I love it when players go above and beyond and set a great example. I've got a couple. Baz, you found this one for me this week. Um, AFL women's star Jess Hosking got a letter from a a kid. She's probably about 10 or 11. Mm. Kalani's name was. She sent her a letter during the week. Thanks for saying hello. She must have gone in the game. Thanks for saying hello. I love watching you play. I love your footy a lot. It was really funny. You dyed your sister's hair purple recently. I don't know the story, but she quite liked it. How's this? I wanted to be a netballer, but I saw you play football, so now I want to play football. So how's the influence of that? Jess Hosking turned up at her door, knocked on the door. So Kalani was told that there's a surprise. Knock on the door. She opened the door to her AFL star. She had uh, had a puppy for some reason (laughs) in her (laughs) hand, but she had... A footy, a cap, and a Guernsey. As soon as Kalani opened the door, she burst. She was so overwhelmed by the emotion of seeing her star. And how good is it that clubs and sport are going out of the way for the fans? Like we talked about fan engagement. Absolutely brilliant, wasn't it? And I I actually thought, because do yourself a favour, Funky Baz and Face listeners and followers, and watch that on Twitter. Watch that video because it is brilliant. And I thought to myself after that, if women's footy wasn't around, right, this young chick, she's lost to, to AFL football. Mm. It is just so smart what uh, the AFL 
powers that be are, are putting money into women's footy and women's sport because it, it is just generating all of these extra people to be involved in the sport. I, I thought it was magnificent. More members uh, for the AFL clubs That's as well. Right. Um, future of sport. Does rugby league have a girls' uh, side? I think uh, Super 8s. They play in the Commonwealth Games. But do, do they have like the manly girls? Do they have that? Uh, yeah, I, I think they do. Go, they, they have the state of origin. I just don't think they have promoted. the state of origin. It's not promoted. Go to Funky Baz and Face on Twitter. Uh, we retweeted it saying, how good is this? There's a mm. power of sport. Mm. Um, Novak Djokovic tweeted something just recently. And it was about kids in Cameroon in Africa. And they're lining up. And you didn't know actually what they're lining up for. But there's probably about 20 kids. And they were lining up, singing a song, and they were jumping around. And they all had tennis rackets in their hand, and they were sort of, like, spaced apart. They come around, they come in between buildings, and then they turn oh, around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Then they had a coach at the end with a net and hitting a tennis ball with them. And they're all and their skills, they're all hitting the ball about, their skills were absolutely brilliant. And to see them happy, cheering, singing, uh, dancing was really good. So this is about, um, there's an organisation who over 22 years has provided 20 scholarships to 20,000 children. We envisage a Cameroon where every child has developed the skills and confidence to build a better future for themselves and their communities. I love that. Mm. And it's like the power of sport, giving uh, those kids something to love, focus on. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I love watching that. Brilliant. Before we go, are we finished? Before? Yeah. Before we go, Baz, just got to ask you a quick question. Mm. How much bullshit was that quiz that you just made up just then? No, it's very true. I have just Googled <laughs> the, <laughs> the women's hockey roos team. They have not. No, I, I said men's. No, I, no, no, no. Uh, hockey roos is women's. Oh, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> They won three Olympic gold medals in 88, 96, 2000. We just talked about sport and integrity, and he's going back (laughs) just to see he can't handle losing. And four Commonwealth Games in 98, 2006, which the face said, 10 and 14. So that quiz is null and void. No, so that's the Commonwealth Games. He talked about the Olympics. Yeah, but 2004 is not there either. Anyway. Let's pick up the quiz next week when Baz is a little bit more prepared, shall we? <laughs> Thank you, boys. <laughs> Good to see you, boys. 